PPG to everybody. <laughs> How the heck are you guys? I thought you're supposed to bring in the guests after our initial banter. I'm supposed to say yeah. something like yeah. easy and totally ignore you. <laughs> we can do that. I'm supposed to bring him on. I'm kicking Wendy off. She's like one of those aviator people. <laughs> the bot the bot always boots me. <laughs> They're everywhere. I have hey, it in my house. Oh, you just wait till you meet my robot. You're in for a big surprise. <laughs> so welcome. How the heck are you? Hey. Luis, any flying? No flying. It's been raining. Today's our first sunshiny day, and the wind was too much. So oh. I guess it'll be another day. I'm hoping soon. Okay. Steve, what about you? Besides putting out weird pictures all day long? Yeah, obviously not flying. You know, if I flew as much as I screw around on the internet or edit, I'd be at like Ryan Gloka level. That's how much time I waste not flying. Hmm. All right. Um, and it's raining here and freezing and it sucks. But anyway, um, Eric's watching from a different state. So, and he just grossed me out by saying he ate oysters and icky stuff. Ugh. And yeah, those are delicious. Ugh. Oysters are great if they're fried, but not raw. no raw. They give it to me raw. No, it improves my virility. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. What do we have on with us tonight? <laughs> Change the subject yeah. quick. Move it on. <laughs> so we have Susan Ray, and she is the president CEO of Aurora PPG. She dreamed this this baby up, and she's got Wendy also on the committee, and uh, there's a few other gals that you saw in the the intro um, that are missing tonight. But Wendy was able to help Susan out tonight. So let's hear about this organization that you are starting up and need our support with. So um, the organization is got kind of multi multifaceted mission with 
the primary mission being to increase the participation of women and girls in the sport of powered paragliding. Um, but how we go about doing that through experiences, education, training, and then also community building, that's all the big piece of it. But then that's also a little bit of a focus on using paramotoring um, and training as a use in overcoming past trauma and using it for post-traumatic growth. So that's where the scholarship priority is, is with people using paramotor training as post-traumatic growth um, as a tool for that. But the organization is really focused just on getting women and girls into the sky, getting next generation, um, getting all the young girls out there, knowing the sport exists, getting them interested in it, even wanting to um, just even know that girls do this and to be seeing girls doing it, know that they can do it. Um, even so far as training up the next generation and getting the USA competition team really get enough women on there built out too. So it's kind of the extremely long-term goals um, are unlimited. And that's where the super short-term goals for things like 2023 are very specific. So that's just kind of the, the kickstart of um, where we're going. And just starting out right now, it's the getting through the foundational pieces, getting through the federal 501c3 process. We got through all that last year, um, got the organization founded. The majority of my time right now is just spent on doing paperwork and doing paperwork in all the different 50 states. Um, and now that it's January, I get to do taxes and all that fun stuff. So when it comes to getting programs up and running, getting scholarships up and running, getting a fly-in, um, really right now the focus is getting the very first scholarship recipient funded and getting that first person in the sky whose um, life has the potential to be changed by that. It's kind of... 2023 focuses is still keep the forward momentum of yep. everything where we're at planning wise, but get that first scholarship recipient um, locked down and flying and then to just only get bigger and better from there. Okay. So, so Susan, what, what kind of educational programs would you be you're, you're, I know you're talking about education, but would you travel like to facilities to educate people on what programs you would be providing? Or would you do that like at a fly-in or I mean, what, where would you go to, tr to educate people on this foundation that you have? So educating the, the education part of the mission 
is more aviation education. So like um, elementary schools, middle schools, high schools, Girl Scout troops, different areas like that. But that's kind of the down the road pieces of we have so much to accomplish before education stuff comes into play. Um, educating about the organization itself. I mean, that's a different thing. That's just community representation, getting um, tables and people and having ambassadors and board members at clients. Sorry. Is that um, Wendy? That was Wendy, wasn't it? No, it was me. Oh, I'm blaming Wendy. <laughs> yeah, it was Wendy. Oh, it was me. I'll go on mute. Yeah. <laughs> so the education pieces that's really um some of that stuff is easy and doable and will happen this year where you know say there is a eighth grade science class at the local stem school that is studying some stuff with aerodynamics or with um anything with aviation and to even be able to go out, show them how a paraglider wing is designed, you know, even give them some of the hands-on turns with kiting. That's some of that is where the fun really is because you see these kids' eyes light up and then the girls find out that, oh, it's not just a guy's thing. I can do it too. And getting those little seeds planted for the future aviators. Um, it's like the whole post-traumatic growth using training to overcome stuff is a huge thing and a huge motivator for me with founding the organization, but getting those young kids just aware of ultralights, aware of paramotors, planting the seeds in their little minds that they can do it too, um, that stuff actually ends up lighting me up when the 12 year old girls are like, what you do that? Not just those guys over there. And I can do this. Um, just like at the Northern lights fly in this last summer, like how many prospective students did you guys have that were girls? Um, we gained two daughters and a mom. It seemed like there was almost more than, you know, prospective guys and people wanting to, try on motors because it's like oh my god your motor's so light yes you can actually do this you know right do you have any ideas in mind of how you might do educational outreach towards sort of your when your base foundation goals of helping women with trauma especially since you know people who have that or or even like people with disabilities and all those tends to be like invisible right people that suffer they're gonna hide they're gonna hunker you know a lot of people don't get the help they need or whatever uh, do you have anything that's really gonna drive towards them like hey this exists you can do this and this is really gonna change you for the better so i mean that is the original main prong of the organization and the directional goal but the thing with that is is okay so coming up with all those plans and ideas of how do you get this out there? How do you find these people? How do you educate them? So all of that stuff is just in that beginning process. 
Because like anyone who's here tonight watching this show <laughs> already either flies or wants to fly, right? Um, so it's like yeah. keeping Mostly. those circles expanding and growing and building off of each other. We know that um, there's probably not that many people in the audience this evening that, you know, would be the niche scholarship <clears throat> recipient person who's, oh my God, I've never heard of paramotoring. I didn't know girls could do this. Um, this is the fun of hanging out with you guys is you guys already know you can do it. So do you right. intend on going to like fly-ins and having a booth set up where you can, where you can talk to people and explain what Aurora PPG is? And yes. talk to women and, and girls about, about this? Yes. And I was doing that um, over this last summer and into the fall. And I actually, what's been really nice is people are bringing women to me at a fly-in and going, oh, can you go talk to her oh, that's away good. from all these guys that um, are talking about it? in a little bit different way than that person needs to hear it. <laughs> so yeah. even I've even had people bring their moms to me, you know, with, <laughs> oh, you need to talk to Susan, you know, it's just like, and then I'll start explaining to them all the things that we have coming up with Aurora PPG um, and even start a number of people. I was kind of like, you'd be a great candidate. You know, you should, we'll get the application out, be in touch and everything. Um, that has been, that's made fly-ins more fun for me, even to have, uh, all the women seeking all the women out and actually the increase that I've seen of women at fly-ins just, you know, in the last two years has, I mean, it's been great. Like Northern Lights, we had probably 30% of the registered pilots were all women, and it's like to have that as opposed to the other day I landed somewhere and someone comes around and they're like, oh, my God, it's a girl. You know, there's a girl paramotor pilot. And it's just like, yeah. <laughs> like, can we normalize female paramotor pilots? You know, um, you guys are not normal. Yes. <laughs> well, <laughs> we don't I mean, know. All my friends do it. I don't know. You do bring up a good point about, you know, having people come and be able to talk to you specifically for just a different perspective, just because, I mean, even as like a guy, when I was in college for so long and I was studying music, like there's certain trainers and coaches I had that it just wasn't clicking. Like they would just right. be like, you need to do this. And they might be right, but it's just not registering in my head. And in my last adventure, there was a, a gal I was flying with that she was struggling with stuff. And there were just some of the guys that were just trying to lecture her on, no, you need to do this. You need to do that. And it's not, it's not a gender thing. It's, it's a person thing of like how we receive information and what really clicks with us. But you just have some, some fellas that I just know that teach and maybe they got a little bit more testosterone going on or whatever. And they're just like, no big deal. You just need to, it's like, no, you need somebody to relate to. You need to start off with that so that person can feel like it's not a big deal if I'm struggling. I got this. And you just need to hear it from a different voice or somebody that you can relate to. 
So I got a question. So is there yes. any specific schools that are going to be helping out with this um, training? Um, or like, let's say we live a lot farther away from you. Is it going to be pick and choose um, like what's closest to them? Or are they going to have to fly somewhere or drive somewhere to go to a specific school? So we are not school specific. And so this is all at the moment. So from as the years go on, the scholarship rules and criteria and everything will be changing over time. But right now it is, we're only doing foot launch. We're not doing um, funding trike training at the moment. I'm sorry. <laughs> in the future, I totally um, very much want to add in. It, it's more about logistics with uh, different things with training and then also with different costs. So right now it's foot launch. Um, but it's not just PPG one and two. We actually want to see people progress. And so scholarships for PPG three, um, scholarships for instructor training. This is all part of funding plans. It's just right now there isn't, because we want all these female instructors that we have right now, like that is so awesome for the sport. And as all these female instructors keep growing and doing things like getting elected to the USPPA board. Um, like we actually have a lot of female representation out there that, you know, how many years ago were we lacking that now exists? I mean, just everything that that, what was it? Girls just want to fly girls show. Um, hey, I'm going to stop you right there. I, I want your opinion on this. I want your opinion on this. I have argued rounds and rounds with Jade about changing the name. I want to change back to Girls Just Want to Fly. I think it should go back to Girls Just Want to Fly. Even if we're interviewing dudes, I think it should be Girls Just Want to Fly. I agree. I was sad when the girls got taken off. Um, but so since I came up with this idea to do this, just everything that people like Jade have done to bring all these women together, though, at one point, I was like, my work is practically done. Jade's doing it. Um, this foundation or the organization is not even going to be necessary because um, all the other well, I think it will be because you do have sort of a target and a mission with people that have gone through trauma and some stuff like that. And using this as sort of a re rehabilitative measure, which I'm totally on board with when I got into this. I was that way and I know what it can do for you, but it's also hard to even get into it because when you're presented, like when you're in that situation, sorry to hog up the mic, yeah. but at that time you don't have self-worth. So even if you look at something like paramotors where a normal person is like, Hey, that's crazy. Even though it's, it's really not flown with 12 year olds before there's a lot who do it. But I almost felt at that time, it's like, who am I to want to ask to go do this? I'm not worthy of doing this, let alone thinking like in a year and a half, I'm going to meet all you people and get to hang around you and still get to fly and stuff. Like there's, it's like, no, this is achievable. If you don't care about yourself at all, this is something you can do and it will reward you. 
And I wanted to point out something that Susan said. I think it's really important. I know I went into training wanting to fly a trike, but I think it's very important that everybody who eventually goes to trike should foot launch first. I just really believe that you learn a whole nother skill set launching foot launch that you appreciate the trike after that. Like it's just, it's different. But I think having the scholarships go to foot launch is a good idea to start out with, not only for the cost part of it, but also there is two separate pieces to it that they grow with when they experience both. Well, and um, because how much did your trike cost, Wendy? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, it's more expensive. It, it is. The cost of a trike and the cost of the larger wing, you know, like depending on which wing you're flying with the trike and all of that. But like right now, because funds are so limited um, and we really want to be targeting people that, you know, have a financial need too. Um, it's not a cheap sport, right? So I kind of did a lot of modeling of the scholarship program based on the way some scholarships work in a lot of Western states with different um, higher level backcountry rescue things, different skiing things. There's a plethora of women's organizations out there that are for kind of your more outdoor extreme sports but they're so focused on things like skiing um, that there really wasn't a paramotor route for those. And some of those sports are very expensive and the way that they really, you know, get people to understand it's like, we don't want you to get addicted to a sport that you can't afford to be in. Right. <laughs> so this is also part of my reluctance with helping people with trike training if they can't afford to get a trike, right? Um, there's but a bigger what if you've use. Got... Go ahead. Sorry. What if you've got a recipient that has back problems or, you know, and they're probably more trike? So they you wouldn't know? be a recipient at the moment. Um, and this is also okay. the whole thing. So, you know, Carrie Fields, amazing example of someone who, cannot foot launch paralyzed in one leg she needed to come up with a way to fly trike right so all the trike situations everything that trike is amazing for totally on board with that and funding it in the future is just not in the 2023 or 2024 plan so this is where um as an organization and the way in which our tax exempt status was acquired, like we actually have to deliberately grow, not at a crazy pace. Um, this is where sometimes funding problems and management questions can come in. So it's like uh, needing to stay under $50,000 in revenue a year makes us very wildly successful because we for sure stayed under that last year. <laughs> Um, right now, I mean, we operate at a, a large deficit, which is fabulous, which is also the whole thing with until we can get to the point 
where we have, okay, here's X number of scholarships that we have for 2026. Okay, if this person does trike, you know, um, can we make them a recipient? So I definitely do see trike in the future. Um, and this whole idea that James is bringing up, um, the tandem, you know, getting women up on tandems, I think is critical. Having days where you have um, tandem pilots, you know, all set up, you have, you know, kind of like a tandem day or even getting women tandems at fly-ins and different things. Uh, I could not set my sights on flying and commit to even wanting to learn until I'd had that first tandem. And yep. that first tandem, you know, changed my life. That was the, I thought all of the transformation that I would go through during training I actually went through at least half of it just with that first tandem. Um, so like what the change in perspective does to your brain, um, just the transformational nature of, you know, ultralight flying and paramotors. It's, it's almost a, it's not inexplicable because it's, you can explain it all. <laughs> Well, I but think you can give some more experiences. It. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm sorry. I I think that if you talk to some organizations that are at fly-ins, I I guarantee that you know the people um, either pass a bucket, uh, you know, or something, you know, put a raffle ticket out or something, and I think there'd be good support you know, oh, yeah. at fly-ins you know, to get some money coming in to help this. So, <clears throat> Susan, so, can you, could you tell me what your requirements are for a recipient? So this is where right now um, it is all based on what the income situation looks like, how much revenue there is, what the scholarship allotments are. Um, really breaks down into selecting recipients from applications. Um, the application, this is where things get fun and circles back to what we were talking about earlier with schools and how the scholarship can be used. So training has to be done with a USPPA instructor or a USPPA instructor school, not um, so the funds, well, you can use it at any school in quotes, it's kind of specifically USPPA rated instructors, um, how a person wants to train. So the people that need the 10 day course, the people that need the 14 day course that need to disengage from everything going on in their life and just focus on that for that week or two weeks um, versus the people that I can only train two or three nights a week outside of my work schedule with this local school. I can't travel to do it. Everyone's circumstances are different and everyone's learning style is different. 
And when you're dealing with anyone who's been through trauma, they know themselves the best. And so you don't want to be in a situation where you're telling them what to do as far as, oh, I think this is the training that's right for you or um, trying to force people's opinions on them. So it's really a mentorship process with helping them select the school that's best for them based on, I need a school that's close to me or I need a school that's in Florida and does 10 day classes because I have to have as many days of good wind as I can get. I need to get away from the kids. I need to, you know, do it all at once in order to have my learning style be stackable and not be constantly losing stuff and coming back to it every month and learning over the course of a year. Um, everyone's learning style is a little different. Their finances are different. Um, the scholarships right now are only going to fund the class tuition. So we are not funding things like food, lodging, travel. So this also ends up impacting um, where a person wants to train or not. But it's also the whole other thing of we don't, we want to get as many training scholarships right now as we can. We want to focus on paying class tuition, not on paying room and board and travel fees that would like drastically limit the number of people. But then it's also the whole understanding of it's an expensive sport or can be depending on what gear you do and don't buy. And if you don't have any skin in the game and you're training and you're just doing the training as an experience and then you're just going to not do it. Um, it's kind of, there's different people want to do it for different reasons. There's different targets right now. The application covers things. Um, a lot of different questions about, you know, what kind of physical shape are you in? When do you think you'd be able to try to train? Um, there's some people that know, oh, this is something I want to do 12 months from now. In order to do it, I need to lose 20 pounds. I need to do this. I need to get in this physical shape. Um, everyone's goals and timelines are very different. So there's a lot of questions about things like that in the application. There's questions a little bit about people's trauma experiences and how they'd be using uh, paramotor flying to overcome some of that or also how they would be um, without having the questions in front of me right now. <laughs> My mind is completely blanking out on that one. But so like what happens with the application is there's some text boxes where people are allowed to write what they want and the things that people share and the things that come out. Um, it's just, it's amazing. And you can just, you can see where it's just like, okay, this person needs to fly. 
okay, this person needs to get in the sky, just um, even to get. Have you, go. have you had some applicants now? So, yes, and I have one in particular who's kind of the person who keeps me going forward every day because it's just like if the sole purpose of starting the organization and going through the two years worth of paperwork and getting a board and doing everything, if all that ever happens is that one life ends up being changed from it, like I know that they're um, it would have been worth my while. And so that's kind of right now for me getting through 2023 and getting this person um, into training is kind of getting the first recipient turned into a pilot um, is really what makes me do things like, hey, Jade, let's do a show in January. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> We're at the yeah, half think, hour mark. Do you want to do a spinny wheel? We need to do spinny wheels. <laughs> All right. What were you going to say, Wendy? I was just going to say, I did bring up the application with a couple of the questions. So I could always read a couple of those questions if you want. But we can do the spinny wheel first. Yeah, let's do the spinny wheel and we'll come back to that. All right. I really All greased right. it up this time. Super <clears throat> easy. Y'all see that? There you go. You should have put no, the troll in the middle. In the yeah. meantime, I'd like to thank John Wayne, Travis DuPont. Travis, thank you especially for the gift um, helping out, uh, donating um, for the show. I appreciate that, sir. Ooh. Uh, Ooh, Shane Wyman, Linda Anderson, Karen Up, Eric, PPG Lear, Joe Sibley. Oh, Rachel, come on, Jane. Rachel. Oh. Scuba. Scuba. Congrats, Scuba. Want to do another one or is that it? Susan, do you want to do another um, one? I've got five in my hands ready to go. Why don't we do two right now and right. do the rest at the end? Okay. They'll keep love them the James, thank you for love joining it. us. <laughs> Slow days. Gladys. Oh gosh, an aviator. Oh. <laughs> oh, I thought I was gonna <laughs> end up on season. Almost. But thank oh. you. And Rachel oh, Walker, yeah. thank you guys for all joining Duck Spit. James Belleville. <laughs> James Belleville, thank you, sir, for being in here tonight, and congrats on winning. All right, um, so we're doing one more. Is that it? Right? One more spinny? Bueller? Bueller? I've got five. We're going to do one more. Sure. So if you do three do now, you more. do two later. <laughs> Bueller. <laughs> So Rachel being in the chat right now is reminding me. <laughs> um, so for 2023, we really have like four. Yeah, all right. <gasps> Linda. Oh, is it no. Linda? Oh, oh. No, no. Oh, it's 
So greasy. Oh, I'm sorry, Linda. I greased it up too much. John Wayne. I have to change the sound effect, don't I? Yes. So we've got like four specific objectives for 2023. Um, the first being to get the first scholarship funded and get that applicant in the air. Um, another big objective is trying to expand the board of directors here in the next couple of weeks. So I've got a couple people that'll be joining us as long as the board actually approves and runs them through our election process in a couple of weeks here. But I'm still trying to get a couple more people. Um, and I've got a couple invitations outstanding that I haven't heard anyone back from. So the first year we needed a very small board just to get enough people to have everything to get through legalness. Um, but as we start doing things like having committees, every committee has to be made up of a minimum of three board members. So doing things like having an events committee, having a scholarship committee, um, having a finance committee even, like all of this stuff takes a bigger board in order to be able to have enough people to actually have any committees, period. So um, if anyone is interested in joining the board for 2023, there is on the programs page of the website under the community if someone hits that contact us button or any place, just even Susan at aurorappg.org. Um, anybody can let me know if they're interested in being, so if you go to the programs page, that's a good one. So there is a contact us button under community. So that's one of the getting the board expanded so that we can actually accomplish some things without it just being um, I'm finding I'm being consumed in so much paperwork with every different state, everything. And I, big picture, do not want the organization to be about me. The organization is about women and girls, paramotor pilots. So I don't even want to stay president for more than five years, even if that. So it's kind of the growing the board, having a big enough board and having enough vice presidents even so that people can um, go on and off with who's in what officer positions and electing different leadership, um, whether it's every year, every three years, every five years, uh, having a big enough board of director pool to be able to even have committees and flush out the officer board and not have um, 
not have everything coming across my desk. That's one of the goals. And to not stagnate when we do hit a point where we're getting people in the air, we're building a community and um, we're out there, whether it's inspiring younger kids or inspiring older people, anybody, we don't want to be stagnating. We always want to have um, fresh ideas on board and fresh energy. So I'm excited for 2023 because we're going to get fresh energy and um, get a few more people added. And I yeah, we need a little bit more than that aviator person below me. <laughs> Wendy, what have you been doing? Wendy, Wendy. It's, it's, so it's also, uh, I think, important, like the, the number one thing is we have to start getting some money. So getting money to be able to fund to do anything. Um, and there's a couple different ways. Anybody who's listening now or wants to share it on their Facebook pages or anything, the AuroraPPG.com website has everything on it um, down to the application. But also uh, being able to donate that money. Um, like the idea earlier about, you know, anybody who is a tandem capable pilot being able to offer up tandem rides and the, that money that somebody might donate to them, being able to donate it into the, the fund for this um, is appreciated. But you can also, a lot of people go to Amazon and buy packages every day or every week. So you can go to smile.amazon.com and you could always look for Aurora PPG to be able to make them your assigned donation that they get a piece of uh, that amount of money you spent goes into the funds for uh, the organization. So I know with me being on the board and I was very um, taken back and flattered that Susan even reached out to me and um, you know, we've had a couple meetings and it's just the beginning of a great, great program, but we're still at the, stages of like she said growing the board kind of starting to have ideas of community um i can't believe she stooped so low to ask an aviator person it kind of boggles my mind <laughs> oh come on wendy's famous she goes on pa live and <laughs> gets, uh... i don't know I, I do know that i get around everywhere man i get all around <laughs> so i know i'm all over the place write but... that down guys <laughs> so no come on now steve <laughs> the the stay tuned on the community page is for real you do need to stay tuned. Hopefully in the next month or two, we'll be able to actually announce, you know, um, more fly-in plans and details and at least at the minimum, get dates and locations. Um, and this is all comes back to, we got to get through our next board meeting, expand the board, get the event committee um officially sanctioned and going and be able to uh, get that first fly-in. I got to say, too, you really have a nice website. It really looks good. Thank you. Duckspit wants one of those gray hoodies. And I know you're a nonprofit, but I think you should give one to him for free because that doesn't <laughs> seem fair at all. Come on, so, Duckspit, pay up. Susan. Unfortunately, at the moment, everything on the website if you actually go to buy something, it's only available in white, like Wendy has on at the moment. Um, I should have brought my gray one down. 
that version of the logo does not print well on dark colors. This is exciting to me that this is being resolved. Um, I had a dear one wheel friend do some edits for free and donated his time to do some changes so that I can get the logo printed on like dark blue, navy and black shirts. I've got a test run of those on the way to my house before I go and turn on any website ordering. So maybe in the next show or two, we'll be able to give away blue shirts because anyone who flies paramotor, the last thing most of us need is a white t-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> Unless it's Nirvana. No, let me get Unless some motel on that, you know. Um, Susan, I was very fascinated when you told the board about the person who the logo is representing. Could you tell us a little bit about that pilot? Or is that something so, where you, am I putting you on the spot? Is it something you don't really put out there yet? I think, I think it's putting me on the spot at the moment. Okay. Um, and I think what we need to do is get her as a guest on the show is what really needs to happen. And we'll make it a, a girls just want to fly episode. <laughs> We're bringing that some. back, Jade. She's an amazing story. She really is an amazing story. So that's why I thought. It would yes. Be and I just, I haven't talked to her lately. So I don't know how much she's comfortable with my putting out there um, at the moment on all of her, her current progress. Would you like me to go Where over some live? of the questions? So she lives in Canada. Otherwise, I would totally have her on the board right now. But if we become an international organization at the moment, that creates a whole bunch of other problems that yeah. I am by no means um, able to deal with without having a lawyer and an accountant and a few other people on the board that we don't have right now either. Um so, Wendy, before you read any questions, I have a fourth specific objective that I needed to bring up on this show for 2023 that I should have done at the beginning because we have some very creative people as well as people with some really good senses of humors here in the chat. And I know people would have a field day. Um, we need a tagline or a slogan, but we need one that like, isn't already copyrighted, of course. Um, and so like everyone creative juice wise, you know, if you think of a tagline or a slogan at two in the morning, that we would be good for us. Um, Aurora either. PBG, because no great story has ever started with someone eating a salad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, there I, you got it. I I'm donating. That, I'm helping you out. I think once you would have the interview with the pilot, the woman pilot on the logo, I think that that would probably fire up some more ideas. Right. But do you want me to go through some of these uh, questions that are on the app? So if people were, are kind of understanding what is on the app, they can kind of maybe be thinking of friends or relatives or family that they know. Is that and it's, 
Heck yeah. It's what is on this year's application because the application will be um, very much morphing through the years. Oh, okay. And so, I mean, it kind of starts out with just the basics. What are you interested in? Are you interested in PPG1, PPG2, or going up at a higher level of that? And then uh, how did you hear about Aurora PPG? So you kind of fill out that information if it was at a fly-in or here. Or, um, would you be willing to share your training experience with other women, either during or at the end of your training? Uh, please answer the questions to the best of the ability about how have you experienced a traumatic event and or trauma in your life? And if you have, give details of some basics to go through. And um, how have challenging times benefited you in the past and contributed to positive outcomes? And um, why are you a good candidate for this program? So they kind of have to sell themselves of why they would be interested in it and how they feel it would help them benefit them. What type of training schedule would you prefer? So Susan was talking about like a week training, 10 days or like 14 day full two week uh, training sessions spread out over time or um, only able to train on weekends. And how far are you able to um, travel? Um, so one, I just want to point this out. One of the reasons for some of those questions is there are times where a school has a last minute cancellation and they have an open training slot that is just going to not be used period. So in some of those instances, the school might reach out to us and say, we have a training spot available next week. Do you have any candidates that would be able, you know, to fill it, right? We will donate that spot if you have someone to take it. So some of these questions are also logistics based because if I have someone who's in great physical shape is ready to go and can take 10 days at the drop of a hat, I can answer that school back and say, yes, we've got the perfect person that would fit up with that. Let me talk to them and see, you know, if this can be a situation where the two needs can actually help out each other. So that's maybe, maybe in some of those circumstances last minute, that school would be willing to give a little bit of a break on that one spot, knowing that it's being helping somebody with a, um, a need and a scholarship. Well, it's the, sometimes the school, instead of just losing it altogether and having this empty spot, mm -hmm. they can donate the spot. We send the student. There isn't even any money changing hands other than, here's the receipt to the school for the amount, the value of what they donated. So um, some of the questions are because of situations like that. Perfect. Susan, on a awarding like a scholarship, would you factor in what their potential local community support would be? I just feel like, especially with someone that's already like, we're trying to like help people that are struggling or like naturally, I just feel like someone's going to need that accountability partner or friendship or community to, even after they do this, to drag them out and keep pushing and keep encouraging. And, and then when they're getting their fears and whatnot, that they can push them through it. So that's part of what 
the organization will be morphing into is as you have more and more participants and alumni, more and more people on the board, more and more of a community, we can actually be mentoring each other and to be there supporting each other, to be answering the phone at two in the morning when someone's freaking out because they just, you know, crashed in the orange grove the day before or, um, oh, did you do that? <laughs> All the things with, you know, paramotor fun. Um, but even so, like during training, to have people outside of training, even to be able to be talking to, um, you know, it's just like when all the instructors are off decompressing after a long training day and you're back at your hotel room or at an RV or a tent or whatever, and you just need someone to talk to. Part of it is building that community to be able to be there for each other, you know, through training, during training, but then also after training. And, you know, some of us are stuck with each other now for the rest of our lives and we're going to be getting, you know, Facebook messages at three in the morning and you just have to decide whether you silence you? your phone or not. You're getting some good suggestions down below. Yeah. Somebody write me down. <laughs> I like this one. This one's cool. I mean, yeah. I like them all, but this is kind of cool. Uh, Aurora PPG fly over your past and into your future. Very cool. That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. That's really good. Yeah. Good job, James. And I don't know, if, Susan, you were talking. I don't know if you saw Pete's. I'm always talking. <laughs> Justin's. Um, let's see. Yeah. Keep them coming. Do you want me to still continue with a couple of the questions on the? Sure. Okay. Um, so next it goes into, um, do you already have a school picked out specifically for training that you have in mind? If so, provide the details. Um, do you understand? Anywhere but aviator. <laughs> Stop it. If they're in alphabetical order, you know, I mean, they just happen to be on the top of the list there. Um, do you understand that you must be, uh, in physical fit shape and fall within equipment weight ranges to train? So it kind of goes through that and then they have to say yes, that they're, feeling that they're physically able now or that they need one to three more months to be ready. So it gives them some options to submit. And then uh, they just submit the application right online. That is all of it. So pretty straightforward, but like Susan said, um, bunch of fine print at the beginning, all those, you know, biographical details and stuff, but but being able to gather the details that you were talking about, I didn't even think of it that way where, you know, all the schools get to know um, the program and they immediately go, wait, we still have a spot or two left. Let's see if we can reach out. And then, you know, it's a do tax donation for them and they're helping another person and Aurora's helping another person. So that's, yeah, that's really good. And that's where all these different styles and types of training, getting people matched up with what works best for them. Um, you know, like, do they really need somebody with the unlimited that it's going to take them two years? <laughs> like some of us might kite for nine months before we, you know, mm -hmm. actually even okay. get a tandem. Yes, ma'am. I just spoke you with your hand in the back. 
I just spoke to Eric being that he is the instructor at Northern Lights Paramotor and he said he would be willing to help have Northern Lights help participate in being one of the schools involved in Aurora PPG. And when he talked about no trikes, that killed me. So I am going to really push this year because last year with my knee surgery and stuff, I didn't get back down to my instructor because I am PPG three rated right now. Right. And my next step is to get my um, trike um, tandem certification and instructor stuff. And um, I would like to, when I get that point, I would like to help out with the trike side of it. Okay. <laughs> so, if I, have me. Well, you can apply for a scholarship <laughs> for your instructor training, Jade. <laughs> Because you live with Eric and you've gone through trauma. Oh, no, she can't get it from Eric. She needs to go to Mad City. And... So, the... go back to the list and it starts with A. So, yeah, one of the very first things in the application is... No, 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 no. He's donating my trike. Back off. <laughs> um, scholarship yeah, awards cannot be used to train with a relative or spouse. So I do know a lot of people that it's either their son or their husband or um, different people that, you know, they're going to train with and they're not paying them, you know, they're not going to get a scholarship and then transfer that money to that person. Um, none of that. So. No, I don't like flying with him. It's like, I, I don't like being the passenger. <laughs> I like to have controls of my my flying no but i am definitely saying if you get it to a point and you need people for trike yes. um send them your way and um he will also help out um with the tandem side of it too to get people you know interested in learning about our sport so awesome you've got wisconsin covered so spinning wheel time spinning wheel time it's nine o'clock. Oh, do we want to do a couple more? Yeah. We're done? Do it. No, we got to do spinning wheel. Yeah, she was holding up the stickers. Oh, I didn't see my name on there. Did you grease it? Eric also just said that. I do love those stickers, though. I have to say, the iridescent, shiny <laughs> stickers are amazing. Yeah. And they're scratch and sniff. They smell like <laughs> graham crackers and Dale Funk. Ooh, slow days. I really thought it was going to stop on Karen. Me too. It's yeah, and then I was like, how am I going to mail anything to her? How do you ever know yeah. where she is one week to the next? Just tell her she's going to show up at your house. She'll be there. Yeah. You got another one? Eventually. Can you do another spinning? I do. They love traveling. Hey. I didn't hear you know, word. guys, this is just a gimmick. We actually don't mail anything out. <laughs> so I do have two stickers owed to people that I didn't get mailed out because um, we need addresses in order to make that happen. Come on, people. Joseph Sibley, I know where he <laughs> lives. Tried to go to his oh house. Boy, oh, we got Nightbot. <laughs> 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 no, we're not doing Nightbot. I'm going to remove him. 
way to go, Nightbot. <laughs> Wait. Why are we not sharing anymore? Why does Nightbot have three wrenches? What? <laughs> all right. Because he's going to throw them at all of you. <laughs> <laughs> now Super John Wayne is saying it's fixed. <laughs> After he's been <laughs> winning. <laughs> I'm frozen. You're frozen? Well, then start singing. <laughs> oh, why did I put Eric? Oh, Eric and Jade. I'm just going to. Oh, I can't press it again. Every Everybody's frozen. Uh. I won. I won. I won. Did I already I sent you stickers. Oh, no, you didn't. <laughs> it's totally rigged. So I did want to make sure. It's rigged. Spin again. But um, Spin again. that reminds me. Fine. So just like Jade with her shirt and Wendy with her sweatshirt, um, I want to make sure that Jade and Eric and Wendy and Leslie and Gladys and Tron, um, all the people that have purchased products, thank you, thank you, thank you, um, makes welcome. a huge difference. We had, I think... It wasn't anonymous, so I'm going to go ahead and say it. Uh, Mark Frazier, Kite Powered, was our first, like, just donation out of nowhere through the website one day. And then we've had <laughs> um, Tammy, Josh Gifford, Leanne Trout, Ben Lorenzi, uh, Greg Parati, and another person. Dang it. Um, sound like East Coast boys. We've just girls. the whole Giving Tuesday campaign and getting some Facebook fundraising done here in November, December was game changing too. So I want to thank everyone so much for everything um, that they've done with that. And then I think Swoop Cheetah went and made a donation through Instagram. Um, Who? So there's always all these different little ways and if anyone doesn't ever want to be acknowledged <laughs> make sure you let me know so i keep it anonymous and and i'm not you know I'll, I'll donate but i'm gonna want a lot of attention if i do it. i i can make I'm that about a lot of attention i can a send lot. a thank you package i can get you know a troll bobblehead made no i want you to broadcast it to the world yes that i donated i can do I a special that. youtube I need it. episode on the Aurora PPG channel just for that. Okay, you got it. <laughs> I'm down. I'm a good fundraiser. I'll do it. See, this um, is where I have... <laughs> so 25 years of higher education administration experience. Uh, too many of those years were managing scholarships and managing financial aid and all these really fun processes before I got really into uh, data analysis. So all of my gifts are really on the back end with doing administrative work <laughs> and doing things like dealing with the IRS and the state solicitation requirements and um, things like being on YouTube shows and doing marketing and fundraising are not my strong suits. So thank you everyone who uh, 
made it to the end of the show tonight with us. This is great. And of course, the more practice I get, you know, maybe I will get better as well. You did fine. I'm putting in the link. Um, Anytime I get to hang out with you guys is always a success right there. Heck yeah. You have a great, great um, organization, which is a really, really something that's really good for women and, and girls. I think it will become one. We're, you know. Yeah. Just baby steps now, doing pre-flight, pre-launch. Um, yeah, it's just starting, so it's it's yeah. got to it's got to build up. And then it's gonna, you know, become what we all make of it, and what everybody who, um, whether it's serving on the board or volunteering, or you know, giving some some young lady a tandem, or um, it's all gonna be be what we turn it into. The sky is the limit on that. Right. I just got word that Northern Lights said that they would donate the training so that they can help out with the gear. So cool. I will donate 10 Are bucks you? if you broadcast it to the world and tell all your friends. <laughs> I am. That's, yeah. We need those 1,000 subs so we can do super chats so we can donate. Yeah, I need a I need a t-shirt and a and a hoodie, but I don't want them in white. Yeah, so just wait a couple more weeks. Yeah, and I will let you know when the. Because I know if I get white, it won't last. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anybody else have any last questions? I did put the link so in here if you wanted Gladys to. Gladys Gladys had asked a question earlier. Um, about equipment, whether equipment was provided in the scholarship. No, it's not. Oh, it's sorry, just, it's training only. So wait, she's okay. aviator. Why are we acknowledging her? Because we again? love Gladys. Oh, okay. And she Gladys does have pretty hair. Gladys is going to kill you. She's an amazing lady. <laughs> she's in Florida. I'm in Nebraska. I'm just going to talk smack until I meet she's her and then I'm going to run away. She's got a car and she knows how to fly on airplanes. And Gladys says the white hoodies bleach nice. <laughs> I like the white. I really like the white. Well, I just can't keep white clean. I'm too messy. Yeah, this is why poor Eric, I kept asking him. I'm like, well, don't you have this design in black? And don't you have this one in black? Because it's really the only color I wear. Paramom in the house. So we have to get Linda training. She's yep. got to go oh, fill that scholarship yes. application out. She's already trained by her son. She's on mute. <laughs> She's... No, we need to send I'm her. Linda to... Already trained by her son. She's on mute. I, I oh, am boy. muting myself. Yes, I'm going to. Got on. Need I need to send her. To... Trained by her son. She's... <laughs> Linda, turn down your volume on your second. She's, She's lip syncing. Got to read her lips. <laughs> Head to mute her again. <laughs> no. All right. Yay. So, who do we have next week, Steve? Who do we have oh. next week? I have no freaking idea. I never know who we have. Some aviator alone. <laughs> Is somebody who's in the dark. <laughs> you're the you're the leader of this. You're our fearless leader. <laughs> 
I'm I looked, I looked at my calendar today and it's blank. You're the leader of this. You're a fearless leader. <laughs> Is that better? I'm I, looked, I looked at my calendar today and it's blank. <gasps> That's really What's going on, Linda? I think you got your speakers on. Yeah, yeah. Who's on yeah, next week? Yourself off it? mute. Okay, so we have next week Justin Mitchell, Justin C. Mitchell. He's a paramotor pilot and he's an air traffic controller. I am Ooh. so excited to hear about that. So yes, I think he's oh, yeah. friends with Dexpit. And and Susan, do you know him at all? I don't. Yeah, I think he's from over in that area, I think. Hmm. So it'll be neat to anyway. hear from an air controller. Yeah. So if anybody is interested in being on this show, please reach out to me or one of these other two Yahoos that are on here helping me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and um, give us your information and we'll get you down on the calendar i think we're booked until march now so um we'd just love to share your story and um if you're interested in putting a name out for aurora ppg if you know somebody that um might be a good candidate for this please go to aurorappg.com and have them apply um and sign up for the newsletter great organization are we yes, are, right. is this the after show or are we on the real show still? We're still on the real show. And speaking of the real show, just as a reminder, if you see an aviator well, person on mouth. the street, you need to spit on them and berate I them. I didn't really. <laughs> oh, Robert Michaels is controlling her remotely. Linda, you're still muted. <laughs> Uh, all right if we don't see you on there we'll see you in there yeah have a great night everybody love you and fly safe bye. keep the drive nothing is untrue Just